Dream Match City Dynamite. This week is going to be incredible. Rampage is looking like it's going to be incredible. Grand Slam week, if you like, over at AEW. And we're going to get into it in just a second, so stay tuned. This is the Elite Maniac Podcast. What's up, people? Welcome to the Elite Maniac Podcast, where we discuss all things AEW. My name is Mex, aka WrestleManiac UK, and I'm alongside my co-host Mike, aka Kings Road Wrestling. We have got a very, very exciting show to talk about. Um, obviously, in regards to what's going to happen in the next few days of we're in AEW land. Um, but yeah, great show on the way. Um, going to interact with you guys as much as possible in the comments so send in your questions and all of that kind of good stuff but please remember smash the like button on the youtube video subscribe to the youtube channel as well and for all our audio listeners please make sure you subscribe and follow us on your podcast platform of choice leave us with a five-star review and let people know a good job that me and mike are doing right here at the media podcast this man mike had the pleasure of the pleasure Dynamite and Rampage live this past week. So, yeah, man. Mike, how are you? How's your week been? Let us know what that felt like. It was wild. I got there. It was packed. Uh, I was like, I hope this is actually like a, like a sellout. It, it was packed. Like they packed in uh, our hockey stadium in New Jersey, which is nuts. Like um, two years ago, no one would have really thought that they could do that, but they did. Ton of people. Um, all of them were AEW fans. They like sold out the merch line, like in the first couple, like 20 minutes, all the shirts were gone. It was absolutely before the show, before yeah, the show, before the show. Um, we go in and they do dark elevation, so we see that. Then we see dynamite, which is wild. And I had really wait, good wait, seats. Sorry. How long were you there for? Four hours, elevation and rampage, yeah, and dynamite. Four hours, yeah. it's not long. Yep. Uh, it was no, it was longer. Oh, Rampage than four. is only one hour. Rampage is only one hour. Yeah, but they had yeah. to do like the ring setup and everything. It was it was longer than cool. four. Uh, but after Dynamite, right, which was nuts. I I mean, I saw like Moxley, Minoru Suzuki, Kenny. Like, what more can you ask for for that? <sighs> I know, right? And then and then I was like, all right, I go to the guys next to me. I'm like, all right, I'm out of here. Like, I got work in the morning. They're like, you're not staying for Rampage, and I was like, what? What? Thought that was next week. And they're like, no. And then I saw them taking off the ring apron, and I'm like, oh. It's now. So then we got three more matches and Britt Baker, Ruby Soho, Miro. It was nuts, dude. It was too much. It was crazy. Mate, that mm-hmm. sounds brilliant. It sounds like it's well worth the money that, you know, you, whatever you paid for it, it just sounds like it's it's well worth the money and a great experience. You got some great shows, saw some great segments. Which uh, we're gonna talk I spent about. like $130 on the ticket like two years ago uh when it was originally blood and guts but it was well well worth it like when suzuki's music hit i like i was like dude it just got crazy like man i got on tv i saw cody man we'll get into all of it i guess right cody cody went (laughs) cody went past me i got to yell i yelled at malachi black because you know i like malachi but he's a heel so i got in his face and you could actually see that on uh, dynamite a lot of people said that they saw me get in his face yeah, yeah. uh-huh you missed yeah. that didn't you you didn't see that i saw you i saw you once i didn't see you get in malachi black's face but i saw the camera pan to the crowd that i saw you i, I had the, seen a picture before on, yeah. of what you're wearing yeah i saw a picture before of what you yeah, were gonna be wearing so yeah. yeah it's crazy i mean early doors we got people in the chat Kristen camacho says let's go um, number one wrestling podcast. Love for that, Christian. Um, Carissa Lopez says, first time here. Thanks. What's for up? Us. She's a good, really good person uh, out of New York. So thank you for coming, Carissa. Thanks for coming, Carissa. Appreciate it. Um, Yeshaya Zayna says, welcome. Um, NK up in the chat. He says, been looking forward to this review all week. Yashana Zayna says that. as well, AEW's making serious waves. At this rate, we're going to get another brand soon. Maybe, maybe. Um, Victor Punk, good morning. Buenos Diaz. 
for all of these guys. And he says that I saw Mike on TV. He almost got into a fight with Cody and Malachi. <laughs> yeah, I was right in there. I was like, I was, I was rooting for Cody, though. Like, I know I always give him crap, but like, man, when yeah. he came out, I was like, I'm a, I'm a Cody. <laughs> <laughs> amazing amazing so like we've come to do now on this new format of the sunday show um mike is going to kind of run through i guess the five top five things that we really enjoyed from um dynamite rampage aew in general this past week i got five things and i got some thing that i think we should talk about maybe a negative okay so uh and i came to me um last sunday on the drive home um from my house after we did the podcast and i was like i should have brought this up for you with you but we'll get into all of that and uh try to answer as many questions as possible um so i guess we'll get right into it right and i'll I'll, I'll sprinkle my experiences into this episode throughout the thing so number one we had kenny as you see in this Yep. <laughs> Kenny Omega accepts uh, Brian Danielson's challenge for a match at Grand Slam. Um, yes, ooh, man. yes. This was really freaking cool. Uh, first of all, I don't, I forgot who came out first, but uh, the Danielson crowd, was out first. Danielson was out first. The crowd throughout the whole show was insanely hot. And I don't know if that came across on the TV, did it? Yeah, yeah. Um, it was a good yeah, crowd. It was, it was a good crowd. It was a good crowd, yeah. Uh, I know, like during the MJF promo, like we were really, uh, really getting at him. We were uh, there was a big shut the f up chant, and I was like, "This is loud. They have to hear this." So I whispered to the guy next to me. I was like, "I hope this is coming through." But uh, Danielson comes out, and everybody's doing the yes, and it was sick. Like uh, I, I was like getting really into it, and I've never done the yes chant before, but I did it this time. It was cool. And then uh, we get Kenny coming out, and this is definitely like a mixed reaction crowd, but I was super happy to see him. He's got the white shirt, he's got the belt, he's got Don Callis, and um, these two have a little in-ring interaction, and this is something that everybody wants to see, and it's the title of our episode, uh, the thumbnail, everything. Um, Brian Danielson, I guess, wants to prove that he still has it, that he's still the American Dragon. Uh, A lot of us have seen how good he is throughout the years, but... He's a little bit older. He's had some injuries. Does he still have it? That's why he's basically here to prove, you know, how good the AW roster is and he can keep up with them, just like CM Punk. Um, and he wants to face Kenny. Kenny's supposedly the best in the world, so he wants that experience. And he says, you know, you should accept this and we should have a match. Let's do it. And uh, to my surprise, I thought they were going to have some heel antics, but Kenny just and Don, they said, sure, we'll do it. We'll do it at Dynamite Grand Slam. Uh, and it'll be a non-title match. Interesting, interesting stuff right here, especially the stipulation that they put on, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, wait, what's the stipulation? Well, it's, it's a non-title. It's a non-title, it's a non-title match. match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I think is so, interesting. Well, I think it's, it's 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 just an exhibition match because rightfully so, like um, AEW have been doing. No one gets shot straight to the title. You've got to get your wins up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, climb the rankings. So if Danielson wants to have a match with Omega, fair enough, let it happen. But it can't be for the title. It's just an exhibition match, which may be, you know, um, making people think that it's a foregone conclusion. Danielson can get the win because it doesn't mean anything. The title's not on the line necessarily. Um, either way, it's just going to be an an absolute banger of a match. Like NK saying here in the chat, Omega versus Danielson is going to be in a stadium. What a platform for this dream match. Like, honestly, they, they couldn't have picked a better place and a better show to have this kind of be the headline, to be the main event. Um, yeah, four hours, uh, ladies and gentlemen, in Arthur Ashe Stadium. We're going to get to double Rampage on Friday. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, two hours of Dynamite. And I think that what you what you said about being an exhibition match um, – it makes this a lot more unpredictable. I think some people in the comments are, are saying this like our pit um, right now, people are kind of up in the air. You know, if it was a title match, Danielson's not going to win, but this makes it very like up in the air. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. Do you think it will be a draw? If so, 20 or 30 minutes. I can't, I can't see it being a draw, especially if it's going to main event, there has to be a definitive winner and I'll go. No. Yeah. Well, yeah, but like, it's definitely unpredictable, but how are they going to make? That's like two big losses for Kenny with people like coming in. 
right? Like maybe this is the beginning of I've the been downfall. To Christian and and Brian, you mean? Yeah. Uh, it is the, the beginning of the downfall, though. We've seen the elite, you know, the beginning of the downfall happened when he lost the Impact Championship. And then obviously the Bucks have lost theirs. This is the downfall is happening. <laughs> so I, I think Danielson beats him. Maybe, you know, the elite come out afterwards and pummel Danielson. Who knows? But um, I, I definitely think that Danielson wins. We'll I see. don't see him we'll losing. See yeah, I can't see him losing. Dude, yeah, okay, so... Remember that segment, and I think it was last week when, when he swung at Kenny. I think I mentioned this last week. Mm-hmm. Or Kenny swung at him and he just just basically yeah, reverted. Like, the, the yes like this is gonna be really freaking good, right? Like yeah. I can't believe this. Um yeah. I'm I'm an idiot. I'm not going anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you going? Well, it is it's kind of a long drive for a Wednesday. Oh, yeah, you did say, you did say. So I'm gonna go to uh the Nick Gage GCW show on Friday instead. Okay, cool. Uh, I'll That's watch this on TV. NK said it's interesting to see where Brian and Punk are positioned in the card. Danielson is straight to the main event picture while Punk is rising up through the ranks. And I think that's you know, Brian they've got different motives. Brian has said literally from the minute, you know, he was in that press conference after his debut, I'm here to kick people's heads off. I'm not, I'm not here yeah, to, you know, to help raise, the young talent. guys. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm not no one's dad sort of thing. So, and punk, that's what he wants to do. Um, and I think punk does have more to do in the way of giving back, you know, the way he left, it got a lot of fans angry, despite him having very good reasons, you know, leaving wrestling, like he, how he did. Um, but yeah, I, I, I just think they're just on two different missions, but obviously they're both, you know, main main event players. Carissa Lopez says, Brian versus Kenny will probably steal the show on Wednesday. Too bad I can't witness it live. TV, Carissa, we're, we're all going to watch it on, on TV, it looks like. Um, and at least that way you can replay and watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Yashena Zayna said they don't want to make it a title match, not just because of the rankings, but also because they're not knowing the conclusion makes it even more must watch. I guess that, yeah, like you said, there's an element of, you know, unpredictability to this. Yeah, definitely. I think a lot of people are going to watch this show. Yeah, 100 This is a from crazy card, like for real. When they were announcing no. it in, in, in the stadium, everyone was like, what? And the guy next to me was like, I'm going, I'm going to Queens. <laughs> it's a nuts card, honestly. Um, Christian Camacho says, I'm doing, I'm going to Dynamite on October 23rd. I'm hoping it's a great show. All Miami, right? I think. Um, Arpit and Victor Ponka out here spazzing out about Gage versus Suzuki. Dude, that was insane. Insane. Yeah. <laughs> Him coming out is, is absolute madness. Yeah. And NK says, I think they do have a time limit draw. I think they show that Danielson can beat Omega, but runs out of time. I think Omega losing so much hurts the, the payoff with Adam Page. That that's that's true. That is true. Um we have to do you do have to keep the champion strong. Who are um, people more excited about for this though? For this dynamite grant, so they're more excited for Punk, or are they more excited for uh, Danielson? On the cards. Punk, well, Punk, Punk's on Punk's, the, yeah, he's on Rampage. So, it, it, but it's the same show, you know what I mean? Like, so people are like, "Why is Punk on Rampage?" But it's the same thing, like, you know what I mean? It's the same show. This is like a yeah. pay per view show. Yeah. Um, he's just under a different banner. Like, basically, it's like a brand split, but not really, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have a question for you. Shortly, we're gonna get onto this. Okay. Um maybe you can give yeah for a live from a live perspective as well but i'll get onto that in a second so yeah you know you said the number one thing that happened this week kenny omega accepting the challenge of brian danielson and i love the fact that kenny omega left this kind of goofy character to to stand face to face with danielson and you know just be serious for five minutes and yeah like, yeah i'll give you a match like i think it's going to be incredible um what we're going to get n- next week on wednesday um number two what's what, what are we saying for number two what's what else happened this week? i mean this was the most this is my insane moment of the week by far because i freaking marked out like crazy i was just screaming at the top of my lungs and it was when the match ended with moxley and 2.0 and eddie kingston and i hear ten 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 it's it's suzuki's theme and i'm like oh my freaking god like i I've been harsh on New Japan the last couple weeks, but they had a really good night last night in the G1 opening night. And um, 
the person that I've always really liked the most in New Japan is Minoru Suzuki. Like I, I've loved this guy and never in my wildest dreams that I ever think that I would see this guy um, like in the flesh and the music hits. It wasn't announced on the card and I absolutely lost it. Um, so my number two moment is Suzuki coming out to Katsai Nina Ray, um, it playing out in the stadium. People singing it, <laughs> then Archer coming out, and then them just having a total brawl, uh, Suzuki Goon versus Moxley and Eddie Kingston into the crowd. Totally awesome. Gotch-style pile drivers, them just brawling and setting up this match for a uh, tag team match at Arthur Ashe Stadium of uh, Suzuki Goon versus Moxley and Kingston. I Just like, I, I don't want to sound lame or corny or anything, but like, I got a little teary-eyed a little bit in the stadium. <laughs> well, if that's obviously, if that's something you've looked forward to for all this time. It know, doesn't seem real, you know? Like, no, I, I definitely hear that. Um, I'm literally, I'm beyond the point of making fun of people for crying at wrestling now. Because some things that happen, it literally gets to you so much that it's like, yeah, this could actually bring you to tears, you know? No, so, and a lot of people don't realize, like, a lot of the stuff that these guys say, yeah, maybe it it's be it's related to wrestling but it applies to so many different things in life and it could be inspirational to people yeah, yeah, yeah. and if you get moved by that and you get moved by that and if you're passionate about someone you're passionate about them so totally i understand people getting emotional at wrestling and i think this whole like oh that that's stupid that needs to stop you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. i mean with me and suzuki again he's he's someone like you said that i've just always thought god how old is this man? And he's still out here doing what he does. Um, I remember one of my favorite Suzuki moments. I can't remember who he was facing now, um, but it was a couple of Wrestle Kingdoms ago and he got his head shaven after he lost the match. Yep. Um, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, he didn't want anyone to shave it. It's like literally the pride of an old man. Give me the, the razor. I'm going to shave my own hair. I don't need anyone mm -hmm. to shave it for me. Um, yeah, he's brilliant. And, just how he's been booked so far in AEW as well. Everything is just on site. Like we have a saying here in England, in London, just on site. Like on site, we say that, yeah. Yeah, it's not. It's not just coming into the ring and standing face to face with someone, and oh yeah, I'll, I'll meet you in the ring next week or whatever. If he gets in the ring, he's he's going. He's heading for a fight. Like that's what he's on. So um, yeah, it's it's proper on site with him. All action, no messing about. Um, yeah, Suzuki is is amazing. Arpit has said here that I got you, Mike. I understand that. I would tear up if I was watching Suzuki too. Mm -hmm. Victor Punk says um, Tony Khan saw the Suzuki incident trending and gives us a that match. That was freaking hilarious, dude. Like, oh, my God. And Punk mentioned it on commentary, I heard. Yeah, yeah, Suzuki. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was versus Goda. Okay, that was like yeah. Wrestle yeah, Kingdom Goda, yeah. uh, thir 12, 13 or something like yeah, that. I can't, I can't remember. Yeah, it was just a couple of years back. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, and I think, you know, what's good about it as well is they've they've managed to find a way to um, shoehorn Lance Archer into this. Obviously, Thank God, man. Thank because God. Lance Archer hasn't been doing nothing. When was the last time we saw Lance Archer before this? Uh, Lambert. In oh, Miami, yeah, numbers, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then before that it was the Miro loss. No, the IW, the Moxley IWGP title win, and then uh, Tana Hogan screwed him over at Resurgence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank God they can fit um, Lance Archer into this. Give him something to do at least for a couple of weeks, maybe. You know, I'm going to say something with Lance Archer. Go on. People are like, oh, there's, and we'll get, this is something, the thing I wanted to talk about, which I guess we'll get to at the end, but, um, you know, people were saying, Brian Cage, Brian Cage, you know, news came out about him that maybe him and his wife are unhappy about his booking. Yeah. And like, oh, Brian Cage should be a star. And then they tie Lance Archer into this whole equation, like, oh, Brian Cage and Lance Archer. Like, no. Okay. They're not the same people. Brian okay. Cage cannot get on the mic. He sounds like a freaking stooge. Lance can cut mean promos he's got an awesome look he's got a manager he's got the whole package they are not the same people and i would totally choose lance archer 100 percent over brian cage to get a push i'm sorry i'm sorry if i offended any brian cage fans but that's just my opinion i love lance yeah brian brian cage has a look um he can wrestle but look and wrestling just it's not enough 
especially no, this day and age. Enough. You know, he he he's someone that maybe would have thrived in the eighties, the seventies, the eighties, but right now there's there's not enough there. And Lance Archer, like you said. There's a lot more to him. Don't just class them together because they're both big men. No, right? yeah, they're not Lance this dude. Has a lot more to offer. Layers upon layers of like there's stories. There's there's like history of him with people over in Japan that is like kind of bleeding into dynamite. Like, yeah, this is good stuff. This is good shit. Yeah, hundred percent. Arpit says here that Lance cut a pr- great promo this week too. Yeah, I think it was a pre-recorded one where he done the talking for Minoru Suzuki ultimately. Um, yeah, man, it's, it's, it's good stuff. Great to see Suzuki. Um, the only thing I've got to ask with this program of how it's kind of played out. Now, we thought we were going to get Eddie Kingston versus Miro. Right, I thought so card, too. Eddie Kingston maybe going over winning the TNT Championship. Not not looking like that's gonna happen but they're coming back to new york and long island yeah i guess queens is more of his his yeah long island is not eddie that's a taz area exactly Um, queens is the eddie (laughs) yeah so that's why i'm thinking it doesn't really work but you know um we'll see we'll see how it plays out we'll see how it plays out and stuff yeah Um, man but but oh you know uh gauge cut off suzuki's uh theme as well yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, GCW, yeah, dude. yeah, yeah. So everyone's doing this now <laughs> to cut it off, and he gets all pissed off. Um, it's a heel move now. It looks like, but it looks like Minoru is uh, staying till like November, dude. So that's There's that's cool. Happening in New Japan, so he might as well. Well, if he's not going to, the tournament's on right now, and I guess he's not going to. I know, you know, and I'm still saying there's nothing happening in New Japan. Like, no, there's like picking and choosing some good matches, but there's nothing going on over there the that needs him there. Years, the past two years have been very disappointing. Very, very disappointing. Yeah, it seems like when AEW got really big, they just like gave up. Mm, mm. It's it's very odd. I I don't know. Um, maybe you know, I mean, to be honest, I was about to say the pandemic, the pandemic may have halted things and ruined booking, and obviously people were ill and stuff like that. But it seems like this started before the pandemic. It did start before the pandemic. It I seems mean, like uh, when Kenny Biden. left. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we know when Kenny and the Bucks left, there was a bit of a is a void to fill in it. But like, um, yeah, it, it it's it's not been good. It it's just been a been series good. of unfortunate events. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> but it is what it is. Um, mm-hmm. let's move on. What what else is happening or happened this past week? Um, we have number three. This happened on Rampage. Did you catch it this week? Yeah, I watched I watched Rampage this week. Okay. I couldn't believe my week was so busy. Last week's Rampage, I didn't get to watch until just before Dynamite this week. Really? Yeah, like I, my week was just incredibly busy. Just so much uh, going on. Too much going on. But I said I need to watch Rampage before I watch Dynamite this week. So I mm. literally found an hour in, in my day to just put it in. Uh, Dude, I hate working. Like... <laughs> I'm always Welcome so tired. I world. know. I hate it. I liked before. I could just like watch whatever I want. And then people were like, oh, how do you fit in all this like post? And I was like, well, you, if you're in school, you could do that. Like, yeah, school's yeah. not that hard. But this, this sucks. Like getting up at like 7 a.m. I hate it. <laughs> um, but number three was uh, this great, I thought a great segment. Ruby Soho and Britt Baker. Yes. They had a little bit of a... Uh, a confrontation on rampage and ah my stomach just you i got right? just like sure yeah <laughs> i think i drank like uh too much coffee all right the ruby soho and Britt baker um they go at it in the center of the ring for rampage and they had this crazy promo to hype up their match at dynamite grand slam and there were some insults that were flying that were uh, that were pretty pretty awesome, and the crowd was reacting to it very well. I was I didn't even see I didn't even know that I was going to see Britt Baker on this show. Okay. I was like yeah. she's not booked, and then like the rampage thing happened, and I was like hell yeah! And then Ruby came out. Um, but my favorite Bro, line I, before you go into yeah, the yeah. line, I was watching. I had Rampage on. I was just doing some other bits and bobs passively. I think I was cleaning my son's room or something, and then. All I heard was Ruby Soho's music end and Britt Baker had the mic and she goes, oh, Ruby, welcome to some TV time. And I went, mm-hmm. oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> and I dropped whatever I was doing 
and I literally just sat there and watched this entire promo. And I know you're about to get into it, but I said, I think this is the greatest women's segment AEW have had since they started. I heard, yeah, I heard that someone say this was like the shot in the arm that the women's division needed with Ruby yeah. Soho. And uh, I think she's been booked very well since she's gotten here, right? She's come in as a surprise entrant um, with a cool look, new hair, a dope song, and then got a good win at the Casino Battle Royal. And then has really just been kind of like a cool, I don't know, I, I'm, en- I'm enjoying it. And there have been people that have come in that have that have not like done so well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like she's checking all the boxes for me. Um, but Ruby talks about, you know, the only reason that everybody knows Dr. Britt Baker DMD is because she reminds them all the time. Uh, mm-hmm. and that, you know, she's relevant because of that. And she's sleeping with somebody in the back. Oh my God, dude, the crowd lost it. Um, like went nuts. Everyone was dying. I mean, they died at this and the Jericho um promo when he was like, Who's on top? Uh, remember that with yeah, the Dan Lambert? Yeah, that was great. But people were like, Holy shit! And then Britt did the TV time insult, yeah. the uh, you gotta change your look all the time to stay relevant, like why are you even here? Uh the other it was good just, line was the uh, was the runaway. You call yourself the runaway, but you actually got fired. Yeah, <laughs> um, dude. Like uh, I was like, shit. This like these these are like insults. Like I can't imagine them going over this backstage. Can you? Like, so I'm gonna mention like, like <laughs> I was. I felt like I was watching like one of these like MTV roasting mm-hmm. sessions, going back and forth against each other. Um, a lot of people have went on to say, you know, after after the the fact that you know Ruby looked a bit shy maybe fumbled a line or two i didn't pick up on that personally me either but, um i thought she was good and why wouldn't you be nervous when you are standing in the ring with probably one of the best promos in the company not just best female promos let's let's cut that crap she brit baker is one of the best promos in that company yeah dude brit is Who's like top, men or women yeah doesn't matter the gender or the division that they're in brit Kills it. And you saw the crowd reaction she got when she said the, when she did the DMD it was freaking loud. And yeah. I would be nervous too, because this is probably like a lot of these stars. This is their first like really big arena show. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like this was no freaking joke. And I panned the camera up. I have the video. It went all the way up to the ceiling of people there. So yeah, I would be freaking nervous too, but this was awesome. They ended up scrapping a little bit. Uh, they threw some hands and um, Britt rolled out of the ring and Ruby picked up that women's world championship and uh, kind of got, got the camera and everything. And it was a, it was a cool, I don't know, man, it was a cool look. I don't know if she really has a chance to win this, but I'm excited for this match and I'm excited. I'm ex- interested to see how this establishes Ruby. The thing is, yeah, we all know, we all have watched wrestling for long enough to know that, if you stand tall the day before or the or the night before, yeah, 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 match, right. You're not winning. If you pick up the person's title before you win the before your match, you're not winning. No, we've all watched enough wrestling to know these typical kind of wrestling tropes. However, like we've been saying, you know, the last few weeks since the pay per view, they've made a thing about having these casino battle royales or the ladder matches, and the person that wins it never goes on to actually win the title no and think about the g1 climax the person who wins that like always wins the title yeah they they usually win the belt there do you think there is any chance they do like a shock ruby soho wins the championship at dynamite now wait i know brit is brilliant Brit is amazing and I am probably one of her biggest fans however she is so over does she need the title no but it's sick though 100% (laughs) she's so good that like dude like I hate to say it I, I really feel bad about this that in the past I've like kind of separated the divisions like here's who's best in the men's here's who's Mm. best of the women's like 
And sometimes, you know, those don't mesh. But she is, like, so good that she transcends that and just, like, goes into my rankings of all around. Like, best wrestlers in the company. Like, regardless of it, she's just so freaking good. She's, like, transcended the division is what I'm trying to say. You know she, what I mean? She's 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 amazing. She's actually amazing. Um, and like I said, I I personally think you know I'm not saying it's the best. Um, it's the best segment in terms of the best promo segment. And you know, before I think Brit, who is the best promo in that division, has gone up against a lot of people that are either one very new to having mic time and delivering long promos and stuff like that, or two people that aren't speaking you know english language fluently Mm -hmm. so she's never had someone that she can actually go back and forth with at a pace and you know it could be as fluent as the way that soho and baker both delivered it on rampage so yeah big up big up those two i literally think this is probably one of the best women's segments i have seen in aew but you think there's a so you think there's a shot Listen, I think that very soon, sooner or later, they're going to have to shock us because we're all saying the same thing. You, me, any other podcast or any other wrestling channel, anything like that, any other wrestling journalist, we're all saying the same thing. The Casino Battle Royal or the ladder match, however they do it, it doesn't mean a thing because the person that wins it usually gets a good showcase against the champion, but they never win the That's about it, yeah. It should be called the Showcase Battle Royal. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. The Jobbers Royal. Yeah, so... Sooner or later, they're going to have to shock us. They're going to have to shock us and make us think, oh, so you can win it from, you know, the Casino Battle Royal, basically. You can go on to be champion. And as of the people they've done it with so far, I don't see a better candidate than Ruby Soho and the champion, Britt Baker, will still be okay. You see what I mean? It's not yeah. a case where if the champion loses it now, they're like, oh, back of the line. They haven't got much on for them, blah, blah, blah. All right, I'm going to go with Rit- it too. Fuck it. Rit Baker <laughs> will be okay if she lost it. Um, Ruby Soho probably needs it a bit more to carry her a bit, you know. Um, I just think they, they need to make it mean something. Like I say, they need to make it mean something mm-hmm. very soon. And yeah, I just think the, the, the women done absolutely brilliantly. Um we said, um, let's let's take some comments. Yashena Z- Zayna says, um, nah, Thunder Rosa was the shot in the arm that the women's division needed. Since they signed Thunder Rosa officially, they haven't even really started using her yet. No, I think they're just waiting because I always thought she was going to be the next champion, but... She is. I think she, she probably is. Unless Ruby wins. Unless Ruby <laughs> wins. I Destination! <laughs> Dude, that was... Uh... Sorry to interrupt the comment, but Lars Fredrickson of Rancid. I didn't even like know that whole story behind. Like I knew the song, but oh, I didn't know that him she asked. Him. He's yeah, a big yeah. wrestling fan. He's got his own podcast and everything. It's cool. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, Arpit says um Ruby Soho brought in great personality as a baby face. AEW needed one one woman like that. Never thought she would be good on the mic, to be honest. Yeah, you never know until you try. And I guess, you know, we never saw it in the WWE, so it's good that she's got the opportunity here. Um, Victor Punk says we all know at the end of the day Thunder Rosa will be champion yeah that's that's another one it's just a matter of time they can pull the trigger on that at any time um, Carissa says Brit versus Ruby seems too predictable but I think the one to take it off Brit is Thunder Rosa at Revolution and NK looks like he's got the same sentiment I think Brit loses the title to Thunder Rosa yeah th- that's the story that's the long term story that's been told and obviously you know, if you've got the long-term story in place, don't off, don't deviate from it. But um, like I'm saying, sooner or later, they're gonna have to make one of these battle royals mean something. Uh, maybe they'll do it with a tag team one because mm-hmm. you know it's the tag. It's team. literally a jobbers, like that's what they call it in. Uh, that's what they were calling it in Ring of Honor and uh, the mm. jobbers battle royal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, great. That's a, that was a great segment. Again, congrats to Brit. Congrats to Ruby. Anyone else involved? Um, yeah, that was great stuff. That thoroughly was the worth me watching Rampage mm-hmm. um, on Saturday morning. That was I also amazing. liked uh, MJF's dude. He was just so. I didn't put this on the list, but this was, it was like I mentioned it. But it was so freaking funny, dude. He was like, "They suck. 
as much as your jersey shore and then he gets in the game we're scanned <laughs> yeah it. oh my god people hated him there it was great he does his job well man mm -hmm. yeah like really well um and uh pillman shout out to him doing some good work uh i liked it yeah. um i had number four lucha brothers with their first successful title defense against uh butcher and the blade on rampage I don't really know how Butcher and the Blade got to the number one ranking because Butcher yeah. came back like a week ago, but uh, whatever. Um, <laughs> this was uh, their first defense. And Alex Abrihantes came out and then Penta and Phoenix and everyone was like, yeah, like into it. Uh, New Jersey has a, a pretty large Hispanic population. Um, so like everybody was like really into it, uh, in the stadium, which was cool. They really wanted to see the boys. And, um, yeah. this was a, a pretty solid showing. Um, you know, it was just, you know, they didn't have a chance, but it was a good match. And, uh, I've never seen Lucha Libre in person really. Okay. Until, until this time. Um, it was really good thoughts? though. What's your thoughts seeing it live? Penta, uh, Phoenix is amazing every time like yeah he was doing all his normal stuff and i was like oh my god and i usually like have my phone out and i'm like getting pictures and stuff uh but i was just like totally focused in on this match i just wanted to see the spectacle as uh it's like once in a lifetime to see these guys and it was sick um he did like a couple moon salts i think yeah dude it was like i was so into it what did you think of this match yeah it was it was really good it's good to see the butcher back um, obviously, we've seen him in the last few weeks since he came back and he looks in really good shape. Um, I think it was important to see the, the, the Lucha Bros kind of have a good first defense. Mm -hmm. um, and then, of course, a bit of storytelling in terms of, you know, um, Penta had his mask um, tied to the bottom rope. He he managed to um, like get his head out of his mask and pop up for the for the super kick. Held his face so that no one will see his face. Um, I thought that was a really kind of good thing. Sacrificing his mask to basically yeah, the mask fell off. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that was that was well done, well executed. And then of course we saw after they got the win, the HFO came out and all of that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah. So I, I actually went to the bathroom for um the HFO stuff. So I kind of missed what happened here with like did orange cast I, I i know i saw a little bit about it but orange yeah, like yeah so there was some guy in the crowd dressed as orange cassidy and obviously just some plant and matt hardy and them that dragged him over the ring barrier and started beating him up and then orange cassidy came out and stuff like that like for me this is just very wwe is very sports entertainment ish. Sports and um, yeah, it's whatever. I, I didn't really like it. I, I thought it was unnecessary. Um, didn't add anything. I don't think. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it is what it is. Our pit says here in the chat, um, love the Lucha Bros, but they need to stop with the mask thing. The mask does seem to come off a bit often and or get torn a lot, doesn't it? Yeah, they uh, tore during the Bucks versus them. Yeah, their mask always tears. Mask mm -hmm. tears all the time, innit? Um, Victor Punk says, I'm happy Mike is getting into the Lucha Libre culture. I had the chance to watch the Lucha, Lucha Bros live years ago. And he says, um, Penta's mask tied up on the ropes is a classic AAA move. Um, they did that back in the day with Octagon and Pentagon. What um, is Pentagon? Pentagon's like, Pentagon's like Pentagon, like five or something. Yeah, there's like five before him, and his um, Victor told me this actually. Like the original Pentagon is Andrade's uncle. Okay. Yeah, it's I think so. Some cool stuff over there. Um, poor Andrade. <laughs> had long hair, and they shaved his head. Yeah, they you know that's the whole thing they want to do to Orange Cassidy: shave his head. Um. And Yeshaina Zena says Penta says that Lucha Bros can keep doing whatever they want. Yeah, definitely. They're uh, on top of the world right now. Penta says. Um dude, I uh had like this like new like caffeine drink that I had. It was like red liquid, and I think it like I think it was like a I, I don't know. I shouldn't have drank it though. Because I think it's like a pre-workout because my skin is itchy now. And that's what happens when you take pre-workout. <laughs> so I'm over here dying. I'm like all red. Like, yeah. 
I'm trying to okay. trying to get the day going. Yeah, stay uh, alive until we finish the stream, <laughs> and then you can die afterwards. Yeah. Uh, I'm doing it for you guys. Uh, no, but this was sick. Um, and uh, they're not fighting at Arthur Ashe, are they? Who the Lucha Brothers? No, no, they're not. I don't know who who's they going to be like. Are, is it going to be uh, Proud and Powerful next? Is their next defense? I think that's the next people that will hold the title for sure. You think so over Jurassic? Yeah. Uh, uh, right. Like this is like where's uh, the trios titles? They're still what? Uh, yeah, I, they were like, oh, they're coming, they're coming, like at the end of the summer, and then like they didn't come, and then we're like, oh, they're coming, like. Probably at all out, and then in come. They're, they're I, coming end of the summer. Next week is in October, mate. I thought, yeah, I thought they were coming, dude. I really thought that that was going to happen. And I saw like this thing about like the belt maker for the AEW belts, like posted like a kind of a cryptic thing, and people were like, "Oh, there's a new belt. Like, what is it? Is it the women's tag teams or the trios? I'd rather have the trios right now." Yeah, yeah, definitely. No offense, but there's just not enough established tag teams, uh, right? Yeah, in the women's division. Yeah, definitely not. Um, so that, yeah, that's what that's what I'd rather see. And I I don't know. Yeah, give it to the to the Jurassic Express first, right? Or Adam Cole, baby. You know what? I would have said Adam Cole, but the Bucks have literally just had a title reign, so it might be too much too soon. I think Jurassic Express definitely. Yeah, that'd Jurassic be a good Express. one. Yeah. yeah. Lucha Brothers are in an eight-man tag at Arthur Ashe. Oh, they are. And the eight-man tag at Arthur Ashe. Fuck really? the Hardy family. I'm so tired of them. <laughs> like, they are such a terrible team. I don't like it, dude. I don't like it. I'm sorry. Do you like it? Oh, that's what they want. Proud and Powerful and the Lucha Bros versus HFO. Is that on Dynamite? I guess so. That sucks, dude. That's not a good match. Okay, then we'll see. We'll see. It says, Aina, if AW wants a trios feud, they need to start dropping hints soon. Um, Carissa says, Lucha Bros, Proud and Powerful. And then Escalera de la Muta match is something I want to see. Oh, okay. Okay. What does that entail? Yeah, Carissa, you need to tell us what the stipulation means um, down down below in the comments, please. <laughs> Our pit agrees with me right here. Our pit says HFO sucks. So, yeah, Dude, it just it's, like doesn't make any sense. Like the, the reasoning behind the faction is so stupid. Private party and Matt Hardy was enough. Enough. Doing good stuff. And now everyone else is just it's just clunky, man. All right, let's get into this right now because this goes along with exactly what I'm saying. Okay. Okay. Let's go. Let's go. I listened to the GCW World of Deathmatch podcast, and it's all about death matches, but talked about AEW uh because Everybody's watching AEW right now, and they and they talked about it. And they were like, there are one hundred and like fourteen contracted wrestlers, wrestlers on the AEW roster. Furthermore, there's another like thirty um, staff and in ring personalities that are flown out most weeks for the performances, mm-hmm. and they are looking to expand their roster. And yeah. I think. That they need to like cut this down a little bit, dude. There are so many people, and like they just throw them in factions, and that's like what the HFO really is like. Oh, we're not going to get these guys time. Let's just throw them into a faction uh, and bring them out there, and it's just a mess. They're, like it's ta- I don't I don't know how they're going to fit in TV time for these people. Am I the only one that thinks this? But yeah, I mean, ultimately, that's why they put them in a in a faction so that some way, somehow they can get TV time. Um, there are a ton of people, dude, though, and they like are trying to bring in more people. There is. They I, could get like, away um, with 60 wrestlers, like cutting this in half. I, I don't know what they're going to do, dude. That's expensive. It is. I, I, I trust AEW to manage it better or uh, you know as well as they can um just seen alex harrison's comments in the chat says aew better make sure they don't become wcw 2.0 as a you know he's suggesting they broadcast on youtube as well they kind of do that yeah it's there's a lot of people not a lot of time so far i've seen good roster management by aew making for the for the most part yeah, get get good time. Obviously, most shows will be centered around their their top guys and girls, but um, 
everyone else, they've seemed to rotate on a good kind of two to three week basis. You always do see them. You never really mm-hmm. forget that someone's there. Uh, but here's my problem. Like, so recent signing, Lee Moriarty. That's the people I want to see get signed. Because you bring in a guy like Lee Moriarty. He's kind of trying to still, he's young. He's an independent star. So he's trying to build himself up. He's going to be like doing the work on dark and yeah. really building himself there. He's not a guy like, and I, I hate to say it, Bray Wyatt, who if you brought in, he's already an established star. And it's like, where's my TV time? I'm here. Let me like, you know what I mean? Versus like someone like that, who's going to build themselves up on the YouTube shows. Like you bring in like a top established star, like they're going to eat up time. They're going to want a run. Uh, People are going to say, where's their push? So I think right now, and and this is my main point of this whole thing, that I think they brought in enough people for for, for now. And they should kind of calm down on the who's going to be a who's going to be all elite next. Like, I'm good with what we have. You know what I mean? Plus the partnerships that they have with these other promotions, like there is a plethora of people. And, And I'm sorry, but I don't think Bray is needed at the moment at the moment. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I, I definitely hear that. I definitely agree somewhat. Um, but it's a thing where Bray is like one of these names where it's like, if he's available, you have to get it. You see what I mean? Like, then Tony said that before. Yeah, you just like, they're kind of in a conundrum. Like they're available. That's it. Like there's people he's passed on. Buddy Murphy, he's passed on. Braun Strowman, he's passed on. Maybe those names aren't of the level. You see what I mean? But names like Wyatt I mean we all saw the response on the internet when Wyatt was released I know if he's got to have that kind of fandom for him he's gonna get signed if he's available you see what I mean so um yeah they, they do need to manage it so far like I said I'm, I'm quite comfortable that how they have been managing it um I'm just concerned only, a little bit there, there's there's reason to be concerned but I think we haven't seen anything just yet to give us the alarm bells, if you see what I mean. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, there are some people that are kind of like were put on the wayside that like were in the beginning of AEW, like getting featured very regularly. Like, um, who? I bet the names you mention are people that go on names on names. And you know, who I'm going to mention probably Janela, uh, Sean okay. Spears, um. I think Andrade, uh, he's the new, but I think he's going to get lost in the mix. Uh, Cage. Yeah, you raised some good points. There's some good names there. Lance Archer is another one of them. Um, There are some names, but Joey Janela, I I think he's probably got some deal where he's there, but obviously he's doing his GCW stuff more. Um, Yeah, that's what it is. To promote GCW. I don't think he cares about not being on AEW TV so much. Like, is everybody signed to the same contract or are they like, you know, or like some people signed to kind of like different contracts? I mean, if that's the case... Janela might actually have like a part-time contract. Yeah, or like they're not like making six figures. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So... If that's the case, then I'm wrong and this doesn't, you know... Yeah, yeah. And remember, like, I personally think once Omega drops the title, he probably takes a rest for a while. Um, Jericho, he's... You know, he's he's more or less winding down already. Cody's Chris, kind of Cody's already part time ish. Um, what's the box drop the bell? Christian is more or less impact champion, so he's going to be over there more than maybe featured in prominent roles on AEW. That's already kind of four spaces that are kind of f- will free up um, or and are free, um, right now in some cases. So Let's let's give them the benefit of the doubt. I am, this, I am. This is now where their roster is getting big, and we'll see how they how they go about um, managing it. Um, just to take some of the comments quickly, um, Victor Punk says that AEW needs to get rid of the HFO faction and QT Marshall's faction. Um, Christian Camacho says, "Not going to lie, I love them, but I'm kind of surprised how much time TV." how much tv time garcia and 2.0 are getting i would agree with that but i i would say every time they're going on tv they're proving why they need to be on tv um them guys are doing some really good stuff and they've won me over dude. they're winning you over <laughs> yeah yeah um yashar zayna says bray isn't needed but i want him so badly um i think a lot of fans a lot of fans do as well 
Arpit says the only one guy I need in AEW is AJ and that too on a personal bias. Otherwise, there's really no need for big names. They can sign AJ Gray or Hammerstone and other independent stars um, if they've got the space to. Yeah. Um, Yashar Zayna says that he's shocked that um, Tony passed on Buddy Murphy. Victor Punk says, don't expect Ric Flair on AEW for ha what happened on Dark Side of the Ring. Hey, Victor, we're not, we're not even going to talk about that. Let's just move on. Um, <laughs> Black Neo says, it's legitimate concern. The roster doesn't need to grow any more than this. Bray, I think, would be best suited in Impact, where he'll have more time than in AEW. Yeah, quite possibly. And obviously, like we said already, that, that connection is there. Um, so, yeah, that could be something as well. Um. So, so yeah, Yesha Zayna just finishes off by saying trios titles will also allow AEW to fit more talent on TV at once. Again, the, pretty much the same argument as the, the faction thing. Mike, let's move on. Is there, um, were we on point four or point five? Yeah, we're on, and now we're on point five. Um, but yeah, good comments. Thank you, everybody, for the discussion. Yeah. We'll see. I'm gonna I'm not gonna be like a pessimist about this. I'm just uh I just wanted to bring it up and get your thoughts about it. But I hope oh, that I they mm -hmm. um it is a good point, yeah. Uh number five, Adam Cole, uh his successful baby first uh debut, first match at um AEW against uh Frankie Kazarian. Um I was pumped to see Adam Cole in person, man. Uh this was good stuff. Whole crowd was loving it. Whole crowd was doing baby and the boom. And um, I thought this was a probably the match of the most solid match of the night. Uh, yeah. I Adam's really good, man. AEW are basically using Kazarian in the quote unquote Dolph Ziggler position. This is what WWE do. As soon as someone new comes in the door, Dolph Ziggler. Real okay. Um, oh my God, NK. Oh, this is why I love NK, bro. I feel I feel like I'm the only person that has voiced this. No, Adam Cole's good. theme. He that know it's all about brilliant. the boom. <laughs> that theme is absolutely brilliant. Is but it anyway, better than his NXT theme? His NXT theme of his singles run, yes. That that was trash. But the Undisputed Era theme is legendary. But um, this one is brilliant. This one it's is all brilliant. about the boom. Adam Cole, baby. Yeah, it's, it's really so good. good. Yeah. It's so good. Uh, um, anyway, um, yeah, Kazarian is literally handing these guys brilliant matches. And I say handing, I know Adam Cole's a terrific wrestler as well. He does his bit, but Kazarian is super, super underrated for the role he's playing. Um, I love this elite hunter gimmick, but I definitely think he needs to take off someone's head soon. Otherwise, you're not an elite hunter, are you? <laughs> you no, no. Yeah. You have to, even if it's Brandon Cutler. Just like kidnaps Brandon Cutler for a week or something like that. Kidnaps Brandon Cutler. Yeah, That's just, a great he, idea. He has to, he just has to, if he's an elite hunter, he has to get one over on somebody. You see mm -hmm. what I mean? Take Nakazawa or take Brandon Cutler and I'll be happy. Or take Don Callis for a week. That'll be good. Um, but yeah, he needs to prove himself as an elite hunter because right now he's not doing <laughs> doing a great job. But yeah, I, he's like Cole, the gatekeeper to AEW. He's like, get through Literally. me before you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, before you get Which to is like pretty the, cool, but yeah, he, oh. he's doing a great job. Kaz, I didn't like Adam Cole's jacket that he wore to the ring. It's like a like a motorcycle jacket, like a yeah. massive one. It looked like it was swallowing him. Yeah, you, um, you're not fooling anyone, bro. You're not a motor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I, I really hated that jacket, but um, <laughs> oh yeah, my you know, god, Adam Cole's my guy. What's but, his um, finisher yeah. call? It's just a Canadian. His finishes the what they call it the last the last. It's a shining wizard, right? It's a shining wizard. The, it was cool. Yeah. Uh, he hit the Canadian destroyer in the match. And dude, people were really into him. Uh, like a lot of people were there with Adam Cole, baby shirts and all elite baby and signs. Like they, a lot of people came for Adam Cole. So like, this was a yeah. great, this was such a good roster signing, man. Yeah, definitely. NK says Kazarian is being used as the workhorse for debuting talent. Um, it says Zayna says CM Punk committed commentary treason. He spoke over the crowd's boom and almost over that Adam Cole, baby. I guess we have to give him a bligh. He's not a full time commentator, so I guess his timing may. I mean, he, he's allowed to do that. <laughs> uh, he <laughs> dove into the crowd too. I forgot about that. Sorry. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I saw him. Um, into the yeah, crowd. I saw him as well. Um, 
dude, that was insane when the song came out. I don't think you guys saw that because it was it happened before TV, but they they played Living Color Cult of Personality. I think, and, that's what we, I think we did see him. That's when he went on to commentary, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then okay. he, yeah, he jumped into the crowd and then walked back up the thing and then got onto the desk. Yeah, we saw it. We saw it, dude. Yeah, people were going freaking crazy, dude. This was an unbelievable experience. I hope. I didn't get sick from this show because there were so many people there. Like, seriously, there was a lot of people. A lot of people. It was packed in, yeah. Mm-hmm. Christian Camacho says um, they need his ROH theme. That was a good that one. Was really good. That was a really good theme. Um, Arpit says that that Bebe is deafening. He lo- Arpit um, loves... Ar- Arpit actually got to talk to Adam Cole uh, yeah, on, like, a, a face... Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, that was cool. That's it. Victor Punk says it. the last shot that's what they was called in NXT anyway. I don't know if that's what he calls it. It's like uh it's like Muda. It's a little bit better than Muda's. Yeah. But yeah, that was number five. That was um obviously Adam Cole's debut. Like we said, we've got a lot to look forward to this week. Cody versus Malakai Black. We've got the women's um title match, um, Britt Baker versus Ruby Soho. Uh-huh. We've got um the men's exhibition match, yep. dream match, Kenny Omega, Daniel Bryan. Of course, on Shit, Rampage, two-hour Rampage, you got CM Punk making his TV debut in AEW against Will Hobbs. Great spot for Will Hobbs. Um, we've got Adam Cole and the Bucks teaming up, just back like like back in the old days um, against um, Jurassic Express and Christian, I think it is. Um, whilst we're talking about Rampage, this was my question that I wanted to ask you. It's been a couple weeks of Rampage, um, you know, since its inception. And obviously, you've got to see Rampage live now. As much as Tony Khan told us there is no B show, like these shows are on par of each other, is Rampage the B show? And I'm um, not, ta- don't, not, not don't just take into consideration what you saw when you were there mm. this past week. Just how Rampage has been booked, you know, generally... I would say what's your thoughts on Rampage basically since you know the the dust has settled now on the hype of it starting and all of that I wouldn't say it's a B show but I would say there's not much difference from Dynamite I just think it's kind of like a little bit different kind of like an extension of Dynamite and that only reason I say that is because there's been a lot of title matches and like there's not really been any like mid-card talent like there's it's just been great stuff being featured it really has but i don't think it's sustainable to have title matches and title matches every week so i think it will kind of become that and i was really looking forward to something like pretty different and i don't really see the difference and i I know we talked about this but what do you think you think it's a b show yes respectfully (laughs) um i do think it is i think last week kind of cemented it for me this past week was better but i mean if we're being honest like lucha bros we knew they were going to def- defend their title we knew Miro was going to retain his tnt championship last week we saw um them open the show with andrade versus pack which i thought so- someone actually told me they are putting some of these main events caliber matches like andrade pack they're putting it first because they can see that because of the time it comes on in the US for you guys, maybe people are tuning out after a certain time. No, I definitely that's that's the strategy. You want to be on first at this hour. Yeah, for yeah. sure, dude. Yeah. So, so yeah, and that then leaves now I, with respectfully, I will say that you know I understand that um, Pillman Junior was in his hometown last week, and that's why he main evented the show, um, main event and rampage against. Who did he wrestle again? Uh, Caster. Yes, Max, Max Caster. But let's be completely honest. That is not a, a main event match. Like, mm, the main it. event was Miro and Fuego this week. And like everyone kind of... I mean, it was, it was good, but... Uh, I wanted something different. I wanted something... Rampage, Rampage we, we, I think we were, we were almost sold that Rampage was just going to be its own different show. Maybe with like his even own stipulation, with a, like a, just a whole different feel. I think bring I out feel, the light tubes. 
<laughs> give us something different. I know this I'm being a jerk guy, here, but man. give us something different. I genuinely feel that's like what we were sold when they told us yeah. they were giving us a, a, a new show on Rampage. Rampage is Wrestling a- Unleashed. Yeah. It's not Wrestling Unleashed. as of, It's the I mean, third it's just, hour of yeah. Dynamite. It's literally the third hour of Dynamite. Um, without They're going to get a second hour of that too and move it back, I think. I think, I actually think maybe a second hour of Rampage so that that will help it become its own show more than what was too much to put on dynamite in an extra hour if you see what i mean it might yeah i think that's what they're hour. going i think that's what they're going for like eventually mm. and yeah. another thing with the roster the complaints that we were talking about earlier like that wouldn't hurt you know yeah yeah um, definitely that would help that would definitely help no but i really but thought it was going to be something different like some i don't know why i thought that i think, I, I honestly but, think me and you couldn't be the only people in this world that with that you feel this way like, I'm sure we were sold that this was going to be a bit different. NK mm-hmm. says here in the chat, Rampage just feels like a third hour of Dynamite. Rampage has had big moments like Punk debuting, Omega losing the title. Even CM Punk's first TV match will be on Rampage. And this is them trying to make Rampage feel like something. And I respect it. And I am very appreciative of it. But they can't give us Omega... Well, to be honest, they probably could give us the likes of an Omega or a Punk or someone else every week on Rampage. They probably could, but um, it's like you're just waiting for that match to happen and then that's it. There's like nothing else mm-hmm. of real substance or meaning on the card. It's, 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 it's still early days. Maybe, you know, something something will change and um, we'll see how, how it is going forward. But I feel right now after, it's been maybe about a month you know, since we've had Rampage, I feel it's beginning to slip into B-show category. Yeah, it's okay. Like, I don't think now I would, like, cancel plans to watch it. Yeah. Oh, okay. You you feel like you'll go, go about your evening and then catch it whenever you can. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, I made promises to my followers that I'd always watch Dynamite and everything. I never made a Rampage promise. But I was just <laughs> doing it. <laughs> I was just doing it because it was, like, really good so far. But, like, there's something going on like there's no issue with watching on saturday and like some of the things like already are pre-recorded you know like what's the point yeah yeah i hear that Mm -hmm. no man um not to be pessimistic not to be i mean end on a pessimistic no yeah it's like i I, i'm still watching it it's no it's still good great tv for me but um yeah i just feel we were we were kind of sold on something and that hasn't delivered but let's Mm -hmm. just warm the atmosphere and finish on this note here from our pit when obviously he had his conversation with adam cole in adam cole's wwe days and our pit says cole's such a humble man he was so nice to me i saw that that and he did seem really nice yeah he seems like a cool dude you have to be nice you have to be respectful i mean i'm seeing especially in the last week with things we've seen in dark side of the ring i saw during this last week as well people saying that jade cargill's a man because of her stature and this, that, and the other. Um, just be cool, man. <laughs> like, yeah, they made just... Eddie get off Twitter. Yeah, it's, it's just yeah. absolute nonsense. Um, one last thing before we get out of here. We both said, well, okay, last week, I think we were looking at the Jade Cargill, Layla Hirsch match. And we said, oh, Layla Hirsch is at home in, in Jersey. Yeah. She'll get the win. No. What happened? Nah, she got, she got beat by Jade. Bad. What happened? You didn't give her the win. I thought so too. People were like, uh, really, they were cheering Layla too. But um, Jade is so good. I didn't really like realize it. Like she's good, dude. She's just, she's got everything. I think, I think for the 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 stuff they're letting her do, because obviously she is still very green. She is still very young as a talent. Um, in her experience. I feel they're giving her the right amount of moves and the right moves. Dude, for sure. Go through it, go through it, go through your pace, nail those stuff before you might have to add some new stuff to your moveset. And she's nailing it. She's um, She does yeah. two things extremely well. The finisher that she does, like yeah. she hits it perfectly. And the big boot looks awesome in person, yeah. especially like there was a guy next to me and he was booing. <laughs> jade and i was like oh shut the fuck up like you're really annoying me (laughs) (laughs) um Uh, yeah but poor layla she she didn't get a hometown win but she she did well yeah she probably took jade to the most distance so far 
that yeah, she's definitely had the longest match with mm-hmm. Jade on TV, 100%. Um, but yeah, guys, look, we'll leave it there for this evening, um, where I am anyway. I know it's afternoon for you. We have a absolutely stacked show next week um, to get through in terms of Grand Slam, Dynamite Grand Slam, Rampage. I hope you will join us same time next week, Sunday, um, so we can all go through it together. Thank you for everyone that's been involved today in the chat. I'm um, seeing Suzuki but... again on Friday. Oh, GCW? Yeah, and Taiji Ishimori is going to be there. Can you, can you stop showing off? Now? I know. <laughs> <laughs> Just relax. <laughs> take it easy <laughs> take it easy guys remember to smash the like button on your way out and subscribe to the youtube channel and for all our audio listeners please make sure you subscribe and follow us on your podcast platform of choice leave us with a five-star review let the people know how good of a job i'm doing <laughs> and how good yeah. of a show-off mike i know is. i just am like so cool i see like the coolest people <laughs> You're very lucky, my friend. You're very, very lucky. You got to count in New Jersey. We got out of here. Um, man, I want more. I want to go to another uh, AW show. Uh, I'm like, I'm hungry for. More. It was so cool, dude. It was just a good experience. And if you have the opportunity to do so, like, and you're kind of like debating it, like, just, just go. Just pull the trigger. Like, I don't Listen, think, you're, I don't think you're gonna regret it. The day they come to London, like, I'm, I'm going to WWE tomorrow. I heard about that from someone. Yeah. They're coming. Okay. Now, yeah. I, I don't even know what I'm going to watch. <laughs> like, I don't mm-hmm. know if it's Raw or SmackDown, but I'm going to WWE tomorrow. Um, and I just have a ticket in the sky somewhere in the, in, in the arena. It's still fun. When AEW come to town, listen, I don't care how much it is. I'm going to yeah. be somewhere in that front row. I've got to be because I've got to literally inhale that. At full Spend the rest. money. No, 100%. 100%. Yeah. I had a buddy who bought front row, like ringside, and and um, uh, he said it was like an experience of a lifetime. I can imagine. Yeah. yeah, I can imagine. Guys, let's 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 get out of here, guys. Please make sure you're following Mike on Instagram, Kings Road Wrestling, and you can follow me, WrestleManiac.uk on Instagram too. Thank you very much for joining us. We'll be back same time next week. Take care. <laughs>